with your palate cruisers. a brand new episode of Audio Knots, your pop culture palate cleanser. I am Eric Oldboy, online with the infamous Jedi-wielding Rin. I guess you don't wield a Jedi. I don't know what else to say. Oh, I guess when I'm like force choking them. Oh, yeah. You, then you like, you just, you shit whip them into each other. Yeah. yeah. It'd be kind yeah, of funny. That's, that, that's pretty good. So uh, what's going on, my man? Today I'm rocking my portland hat because our Ooh. boy dame lillard got snubbed he's going dame time he got what snubbed he got, what did he get snubbed on what do you mean did he um, not make the starting five no he didn't make it they announced that he uh is not starting that's so lame you know what's gonna happen you're gonna have the first time ever that someone's in a, not a all-star starter and he's gonna be the mvp of the league what what was kind of dumb i didn't realize that there's three factors to it right so there's the yeah. uh, fan voting. Okay. There's the players voting. Yeah. And there's the uh, the coaches or something. Okay. So yeah. it's like weighted between those three. Yeah. So the coach and the players all voted for Lillard. It was like he got like half the vote, right? It was like yeah. 60 to 30. Like He doubled the vote. Right. But with the fan vote, he was down by like half of 500,000 votes. Oh. So he was down by too many to catch up via the coaches and the players poll. Yeah, and the and the fan vote it it counts for fifty percent of the vote. Yeah, while the the players and the coaches only count for twenty five each. Oh. So it was tied basically. Yeah, and then since uh, Luca had more uh, votes, yeah, he won. He wins. Yeah, so he should be like, you know what? I don't deserve this. I'm gonna let the Dame start. You know what's I mean, going to happen? Karma's going to get him. He's going to twist an ankle. I mean, like, that dude got a whole country voting for him, you know? Well, that's what happens every time. You get one of these international dudes. But also, people only vote for the names they know because the fans are the biggest dip squats that have ever lived, right? And so they're yeah. like, they're voting for Kobe to be in there because they don't know. They just know names. They're like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna vote for this person that hasn't even been in the league. Yeah, our, our boy Carmelo was on the list, too. Yeah, he probably got a lot of votes because he's, he's a name. Yeah, people are idiots, idiots, ruining everything. But otherwise, I mean, Dame Dollar has been playing out of his mind. Oh, yeah. six in a row. He's like Mr. Clutch, Mr. Dame Time, getting it done. He's become like viral too. Like everybody's talking about him now. Like, so you just now notice this guy? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's because we're in a small market. Yeah. People don't pay attention to the small markets, so that's that's the problem. It's like you may hate uh, Stevie A. Smith, but Man, once once that guy says your name, you're like everywhere now. I was like, wow, that's all it took, huh? Yeah, he came out and it's like, I apologize, I was wrong. I'm so wrong. I was wrong. Dame's the guy. Yeah, Dame is the guy. But other than that, I'm doing good. Um, Thursday, I think I'm gonna uh, stay up till midnight tonight to watch Wanda. Really? Yeah. Wow, it's not even the last episode though, right? I know, but dude, I, I know for sure that tomorrow someone's going to spoil it for me. Like all these bros and broettes out there, they don't give a crap anymore. You got to stay off the interwebs, like completely. I know. I can't, man. <laughs> I should watch uh, that one movie. Movie. Wait, we'll say it's episode seven that's coming up. 
I think so. Yes. Yes. And you told me offline that one of your cousins, uncles, aunts, or somebody had said, hey, there's nine episodes. And I checked on that. And I think they're right. I think there are nine episodes. Yeah. He was right for the first time ever. (laughs) Nice. Shout out to you, Nick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nick, you you deserve it because I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm not 100% sure, but I did some digging and I saw people talking about that ninth episode. So if Nick's wrong, he's fairly wrong because people all over there are claiming this is a thing. Yeah, because he he was like, I can't wait for uh, Doctor Strange to be introduced in episode nine. I'm like, what? We're watching Disney Plus over here while Nick's watching like (laughs) Disney Disney Plus Plus. Plus, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. Nick's from the future. He's like, uh, he's the alternative Quicksilver. (laughs) Yeah. So if if Doctor Strange comes in episode nine, you're like, yeah. So uh, what's the lottery number, Nick? He might be right, though. So let's 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 take a moment to pause and start the healthy stream. So he might be right because, uh, I mean, everything I've heard is that the multiverse of madness, Doctor Strange Part 2, uh, features Wanda pretty heavily. So it wouldn't be all that shocking to think that they might have uh, him pop in at the last second on her on her show, right? And they're saying that you know Wanda is considered a nexus being. Nexus? Yeah. What does that mean? Explain. Which mean which means um, she's Wanda in every dimension, like the same oh. Wanda. She, so she exists as herself through all the dimensions. So when Doctor Strange is going through all the the different versions, she's always the same Wanda. Yeah. So oh, that's that. why Quicksilver recognized her and she was kind of like, hold on. Yeah. And Darcy's like, he's been recast. <laughs> so meta. So meta. So uh, to get to the nitty gritty, we we didn't talk last week. So we haven't talked about episode five or six. And episode five was the one that introduced us to uh, Evan Peters version of Quicksilver. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, episode six was the Halloween version where we got to see the kids finally use their powers. So how are you feeling about uh, the series right now? Dude, right now I'm loving it, man. It's yeah. Like for me, the, the Halloween one, I love that one too, just because uh, they took the Halloween aspect and pay like tribute to their old school comic book outfits. Man, I love that so much. So good. I yeah. loved it too. Plus like you said, last episode, um elizabeth olsen is like growing on you and man, when she was in that old school scarlet witch outfit i was like ooh, and she's making yeah. all the funny faces and doing the yeah. little dances all the stuff we've seen like somehow people already had like moving gifts of i'm like yeah i get it she is uh she's pretty cute yeah she's climbing up my charts man yeah she's using don't. that uh scarlet witch on you make yeah. you think you like her maybe don't she's controlling your reality yeah, so you're saying that um the last episode you're saying Evan Peters was the cameo. Do you think he's a cameo or, or is there another bigger cameo? I still like to believe that there's another bigger cameo, but I could be wrong. You know, what do I know? Um, why not? Well, cause like we were saying, we already knew that Evan Peters was already uh, cast for the show. So he couldn't be the cameo, right? Yeah. But it's hard to say. Cause um, if I'm arguing my own reasoning, it's possible that Elizabeth Olsen doesn't know how fanboy the fanboys can get. And she just assumed nobody knows that he's going to be in it. So when she said, oh, it's on the 
it's on the same plane as Luke Skywalker. She's like, well, Quicksilver is a big deal because not only is it Quicksilver, but it's the multiverse, you know, X-Men Quicksilver. And in her mind, maybe that's what it is. But I'm still hoping that there's going to be a bigger cameo. Yeah, I, I think there's. There, and it could be like Doctor yeah. Strange, you know, it could be Doctor Strange. Yeah. Dude, what if, uh, you know, they they keep guessing who uh, Reed Richard is? Yeah. What if, hear me out, what if they cast kick ass as oh. Reed Richards? Oh. That would be like, she's, she'd be looking at him like, what the heck? He used to be my brother. Yeah. So in another universe, uh, he's he's Reed Richards. That would be so weird. I don't know. You think they'd get away with that and not uh, mess with the average fan's mind too much? I mean, they're already messing. And she did say kick ass in the show, you know? She did. She said, <laughs> I spotted them like, oh, no, that's super meta. She's like, yeah. kick ass? And, I mean, she like stops like, kick ass? Yeah. They're like focused on here. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. snap. Yeah, I loved it, man. There were so many good things. You noticed that the, when they did the cut scene back to them as uh, kids themselves, uh, Wanda and Pietro oh, trick or treating, and they looked kind of like um, uh, Scarlet, or excuse me, the um, they looked like the Black Widow, Black Widow. and, and uh, Nick Fury. Yeah, I saw you. You tweeted that, and then all the our uh, audio nets are like, "No, nah, it's Mantis," because she had like. Yeah, because she had Butterfly. two. Like, doesn't look anything like Mantis. She looks like goddamn Black Widow with like two little antennas. Yeah, yeah. Black Another Widow guy cosplay. has a freaking patch on. When does Mantis hang out with uh, Nick Fury? But uh, Nick Fury and Black Widow hang out all the time. What if it's Mantis and Thor? Because he has the patch eye. Oh, that's a that's a good that's a good guess. I don't know. No, that's bad. <laughs> that's too much. It's too far in the future. You, they went gone too too deep. Yeah. It's probably nothing, and we, as fanboys, we've just made it into something that it wasn't. But ain't, ain't that the beauty of WandaVision, though? It's just kind of like you're analyzing everything. Like, oh, look, this represents this, you know? Yeah. This is Dumamu. Well, they've made it into that. They want you to do that. So, yeah. like, they had to think of a lot of things, but, they, you know, as the fans are looking at it, we're, like, discovering new things and making up new scenarios that probably don't exist at all because, you're right, that's the whole purpose of the show. Yeah, it's 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 like every fanboy's dream because we always theorize, like, a lot of fan theories, and this is, like, provoking that, like, I dare you to fan theory. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's on. Let's, th- let's get that fan theory. What if, like... <laughs> No, we we know that they're going to introduce V Richards, right? Because they keep hinting it. Well, we're, I don't know if it's going to be in this show, but there's a lot of people thinking that it might be because yeah. she did mention knowing the engineer or whatever it was, the yeah. nuclear engineer. And so everybody's like, oh, it's going to be Reed Richards. And so, yeah, a lot of people were thinking that might be what happens because they have said the Fantastic Four is coming. What if, like, this is, like, totally out there. Don't uh, quote me on this, but what if we have randall park as reed richards and then he shows up hey what's going on why is there another uh me randall park yeah and then jimmy woo is like a uh, a cruel disguised as randall park's character (laughs) (laughs) wow you are you're going way deep yeah i love it they couldn't they couldn't get john so they got "Eh, what's next thing next best thing they just like straight office this. Like yeah. I, I tweeted that on our Twitter account that everything goes back to the office when it comes to yeah. uh, the universe. Yeah, I can't wait though. It's so I'm gonna stay up tonight 
and watch nice. it just so it won't get spoiled. I nice. feel like it might be a good one. That's why I'm too old to stay up tonight, but you can tell me tomorrow um, if anything good happened without spoiling it. So yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait. It's such a good show. Like it started off and everybody was like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Even I was yeah. kind of like, I don't know. And it's like, okay, I get what they're doing. I really like it. Um, the only thing that could have possibly made it better is if I could have binged the whole damn thing. Yeah. Still stand by. If you're, you haven't watched yet, just wait. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If you haven't seen it at all, just watch the whole thing at once. Cause I was uh, recommending it to some people that don't really follow this stuff as much. And they, they were starting to watch it. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't like it. And like, Oh, you know, it's, I, you have to be a Marvel fan. I think to like this show. It's when my little sister came to me and she's like, um, Hey, the flash is on Wanda. I'm like, the heck what are you no. talking about? She's talking about Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, she's naughty. What are you looking at? She's like, this guy and I'm like, oh it's quicksilver fool you know and i was like dude you just ruined it for yourself <laughs> you know what's funny if you want to get extra meta about the whole quicksilver thing is you realize that both quicksilvers were in kick-ass the movie kick-ass featured both of those actors yeah and if you want to get even more meta than that kick-ass it was originally a marvel comic damn but it's not part of the mcu so it's like, whoa, now I'm I'm really tripping. Could maybe yeah, that same characters be part of the metaverse? And you, you could really dig deep if you wanted to. Because if you want to fold it all into one universe or multi-universes. You're saying Nick Cage is also... Uh, <laughs> what was his name? Ghost, in that? Ghost Rider? Johnny... And- Johnny Blaze, Johnny Blaze, and but what was what was his what was Nick Cage's character in Kick Ass called? Yeah, the, the Batman dude. Uh, yeah, the Batman wannabe. It was a funny name too. It was, oh, it was something Dad, right? Or Big Daddy. Oh, Big Daddy, yes, <laughs> you did it. Yes, for the win, Big Daddy. Yeah, Big Daddy and Ghost Rider. You know, multiverse. Damn, hell meta. It'd be so hell cool if like Doctor Strange did that though. You know, just 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 to do it. Yeah, why not? Why not have fun with it? It's movies. It's based on comic books. It's supposed to be silly and fun. Why not? Give me maybe like the, the uh, extended edition. Like, he sees it. What? what, what? Should, yeah, when he's like flipping like this, doing one of his things, it, like, they could just fly by some stuff like really quick where you have to pause it to see it. Yeah, that'll make like fanboys go nuts. Oh, yeah. They'd go audio nuts. So um also on disney plus i got some other news some of it's a little a little old because we've been off a while but uh gina carano you know cara dune from the mandalorian oh yeah she got got herself canned she got herself canned off of not only the mandalorian but from lucasfilm completely and it's a bummer on her part because she had um her own series because we were believing that she was going to be uh the star of her own star wars show and now I think that they're going to recast her. I don't think they're going to... I'm, I'm curious. Do you think that they'll recast Cara Dune, the character? Like, is Cara Dune big enough to even care about? Or can they just forget Cara Dune ever existed? And like, oh, yeah, she got she got killed on the spaceship on planet something something. Yeah. I think they don't need a recast at all. What do you, what do you, think, what do you think they're going to cast? Like, Ronda Rousey to... to- Place yeah, I, I hope not. I, I kind of hope that they're past the the wrestlers. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, they're 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 taking away her freedom of speech and doing this, and it's cancel culture, cancel culture. I keep seeing that on the interwebs, and I'm like, is it cancel culture or is it consequence culture? Because you know, 
Disney is not the government. They're a company. And if you decide to break their policies, they can say, yeah, you don't work here anymore. You know, they didn't cancel her. They just said, you don't, we don't, we, it's our freedom. We don't have to keep employing you. <laughs> yeah. It's, I feel like cancel culture is just the easy way out. You know, it's like, she yeah, I, I don't agree where cancel and everyone's like cancel culture. And it's okay to agree or not agree with people. And everybody does uh, deserve their own opinions and things like that. But there are consequences when you say things in today's society. And so everybody acts as if having to suffer any kind of consequence means you're being canceled. That's not always the case. I mean, maybe right. sometimes, but in this particular case, I'm not all that sad about it because I really don't care too much about what she said one way or another. Uh, she's a terrible actress. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. Like, her lines are so minimal and you're like, okay, it's so minimal, but yet you're still such a bad actress. Like just such a bad actress. Yeah. She was like, they had to like have her just kind of like sit there and rattle them off as best she could. Cause she was like still reading. She's probably a decent wrestler, but not a good actress. And I'm like, come on, we're better than this. Wait, she's not a wrestler though. Oh, MMA fighter. Where yeah. the hell she is. Dan, you just offended her. <laughs> Sorry, Gina. <laughs> That's true. MMA is real fighting, whereas wrestling is uh, pretend fighting, choreographed yeah. fighting. Yeah, I think uh, she won. She won championships too, or some shit. Like Did that. she? Like belts or whatever they call it. I don't really watch. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen her fight. I've definitely seen Ronda Rousey fight, but I've never seen Gina Carano fight. Yeah, she, uh, back then she was like uh, fit. You know, right now she's kind of like thick buff, a little thicker. Yeah, she's as we say, fat buff. Yeah, and back then she was like um, slimmer and, uh, yeah, athletic. Wait, maybe I did see her. Didn't she have some? What was her nickname? Did it have something to do with like being a machine or something? Oh, uh, you're maybe you're thinking about um, American gla- Gladiators because they brought uh, her back. She was on American Gladiator too. Yeah. Oh no, I was thinking. Oh, there was there. I thought she had a nickname when she was an MMA fighter. Maybe I'm thinking about somebody else. Did she used to wear like the cornrows? Was she a cornrow girl? I think so. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the MMA ladies rock the cornrows, like you oh. know, a bunch of like Snoop Dogg, Tupac's out there. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Um, also on Disney, not necessarily Disney Plus, but uh, it's been announced that they are going to bring Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, the comic Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, as an animated TV show. Uh, which now has Diamond White voicing the lead role of Lunella Lafayette. And let me ask you, have you ever even heard of Moon Girl and the Devil Dinosaur? Uh, this whole summing that you just said, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Disney also obviously has other channels other than Disney+. Plus. They have uh, Disney um, Animated, or XD, I think they call it. And they have just the Disney Channel. It's like cable stations. And so on Disney XD, they're bringing out a brand new animated series called Moon Girl and the Devil Dinosaur. And it's based on a Marvel comic book that's part of the MCU. So it is part of the MCU. Um, And Moon Girl is what's unique about her is she's a I think either a middle schooler or early high schooler. And she doesn't have any superpowers herself, but she's incredibly smart. And so she uh, Devil Dinosaur is a really old um, comic a character from the Jack Kirby Stanley early days. 
And she, the, the writer of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, really liked the idea of bringing back some of these old characters nobody thought about anymore. And so Moon Girl, being kind of a, a sciencey genius, creates this like portal into time and pulls that, the Devil Dinosaur into future days. And the Devil Dinosaur, he's the one with the powers. He's a big old dinosaur that can do stuff, shoot things, and has laser eyes and all sorts of cool stuff. And so, but because she's the one that brings him into her timeline. Uh, she kind of controls him, and that's kind of that. They're like a superhero duo with the dinosaur being controlled by her. Oh, nice. I looked up the the and the, um, the illustrations, the artwork, and it's really well done. So I think, though, it's based for younger younger audience. So Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, I think, are for the younger folks. But the illustrations in the comic were pretty cool. In fact, I came this close to buying one. I went and looked to see if they had uh, compiled them into a graphic novel on Amazon. And sure enough, they did. And it's less than 10 bucks. And I almost bought it. But it said ages Y7 to <laughs> 13 or something. And I thought, okay, I like the, the artwork, but not enough to read a little kid's book. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. looks. I mean, it's decently drawn. I, I like the style. I feel like if they do like a um, a live action, that little black girl up front, blackish. Oh yeah, be she would be perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Diane from Blackish. Yeah, yeah, she's one of my favorite characters on that show. That show's gotten real stupid, but she's pretty good. Cool, 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 cool. Over on Hulu, Hulu, hello, Hulu. Um. I watched I watched a movie we talked about a long time ago. I noticed it was on Hulu, and I thought I'd give a quick review. I watched The Tax Collector. So The Tax Collector uh, st- oh. stars Shia LaBeouf and a newcomer named Bobby Soto. And the movie itself is it's fair to middling. I think that uh, I would give it I'd give it a solid five, right in the middle. It's n- neither genius nor terrible. It's directed and written by David Ayers, and people may recognize that name from like Training Day. I mean, this guy's made some really good movies. And he Suicide likes- Squad? No. Suicide Squad? Yeah. Is it? Yep. That's oh. right. Oh, damn. No director. See? Yeah. The Suicide Squad. He also did a Bright. Remember, we talk about Bright a lot. That Netflix one with the trolley people. Yeah. And uh, End of Watch. He directed that. So, I mean, this guy's made some movies. And so I thought, well, this is going to be cool. You know, I like Shia LaBeouf. Um, the concept is really simple. So the plot, uh, real quick, is um, Shia LaBeouf and Bobby Soto are a couple dudes that work for like a, a Hispanic gang. And they go around collecting um, the money, the tax. They're the tax collectors on all the different gang members in the different areas. And they all have to pay a tax on all the drugs they sell. And as the movie progresses, a bad guy comes up from Mexico and starts challenging them on their territory. And of course, all things go awry and it ends quite badly for them. (laughs) But, but um, it was, it was well acted. It was well filmed, but the plot in general is kind of just really simple. You know, it's almost too simple. That didn't give us enough, I think. And that's why it wasn't a higher review. And I still can't figure out how, because I had read before that Shia LaBeouf got a, 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 you know freedom to do this part because they said in the story that he was raised you know in east la and that made him because he totally looks like a hispanic dude he's got the thing the beard piece and he's like even has an accent so he uses the slang a little bit but they never once i've seen the movie now they never once mention it at all so how he didn't get hit with appropriation i don't know (laughs) he's not hispanic I'm like, this is a little white Jewish kid. What's going on here? Yeah. 
it was kind of funny because I don't know if you know the story, but um, Shia, Shia himself is a little bit of a Looney Tune. And uh, even though he never once takes off his shirt and shows like his abdomen, he because his character's name is Creeper. So they're like, whoa, Creeper, you know, and he got the word Creeper tattooed on his abdomen huge like the whole his whole belly says creeper now and he never even showed it in the movie wait but he he tattooed in real, in real life, life. Oh yeah he's a <laughs> method after i guess method super method so to become like my own he wanted to become creeper and he looks i mean he looks the part uh he doesn't seem all that intimidating because i'm not sure how big of a dude shia is but he's like the suit on and he was like always wanted to kill somebody. So that was kind of entertaining. But the thing I really liked about the movie is the actor, Bobby Soto, who is actually the main character. I'd never seen him before. I'm like, this guy's pretty good. And so I looked him up and this is one of his very first films ever. And so he was actually just a regular dude. This is like the dream of everybody who wants to become an actor. He was a regular dude. He wasn't trying to become an actor he wasn't going out for parts he just happened to be going to this dojo where he would practice his karate you know straight up like you know uh, cobra kai style and in his karate class david ayers and they became friends and david said you know what man i think you could be an actor and he made him the star of this movie (laughs) and he's good too yeah he deserves chance he was a really good actor so he wow. deserves to uh, get some more parts. So good on David Ayers. At the least uh, this movie hopefully will turn out another big time actor because the kid has like star potential written all over him. You're saying David Ayers knows karate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he knows the karate. It's funny too because when you read his uh, his Wikipedia, because I'm like, I got to learn more about David Ayers. And so I'm like, what's with this white guy constantly making movies about Mexican gangs? He made Training Day about black gangs. I'm like, what's he know? He's, a, he's like, grew, born and raised in Minnesota. I'm like, what the hell? And he apparently he spent a couple summers in East L.A. with like some family members and he became just infatuated with it. And at that point, he just started making every bit. Every one of his movies became a little bit boys in the hood. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Are you like me where every time... Um, they they say the movie title. I'm like, oh, there it is. Like, oh, I'm the tax the collector. You know, I'm like, ah, there it is. We're the tax collectors. Yeah, and you're like, oh. <laughs> no, I don't. I think I do that a little bit. Probably not as much as you. Uh, I do it all the time. You're just waiting to see, hear it. You yeah. want to hear them say it. Yeah, some people don't know about it, but once you know about it, they say it all the time. Yeah, that's, I mean, you start, I guess if you're really looking for it, you start to like notice it. So my next thing I want to talk about is we both discovered this hidden gem. Oh, yeah. And uh, it came up and we're like, we're going to watch this thing. And so it's called The Hunt for the Wilder People. And it's uh, written and directed by Taika Watiti. And that's what kind of turned me on to wanting to see it. Because I'm like, man, Taika sure does some good stuff. And one of our, our other friends had mentioned to us that this was a good movie. And I really like Jojo Rabbit. And, of course, I like Thor. Uh, and so I wanted to see what this was about. And holy crap, this is an amazing movie. And if you haven't seen Hunt for the Wilder People, you've got to see it. Yeah, highly recommend. You, like, talked so much about it that you made me want to watch it. And I watched it. It was good, right? So, like, yeah. the the basic premise is simple. It stars the kid from Deadpool, you know, the little fat kid, little New Zealander kid. Yeah. Is that, yeah, uh, Deadpool 2, right? He was in yeah, Deadpool yeah. 
too. So the fat kid from Deadpool 2 and uh, Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. And uh, the Deadpool kid is kind of like a, a, just a juvenile delinquent. And so um, foster care ends up dropping him off with Sam Neill and his wife. And they're kind of like real outdoorsy living in the, the, the bush of what they yeah. call in New Zealand. It's like the boonies in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. The kid even says at one point, it's the jungle. And they're like, that's not the jungle. It's the bush. <laughs> and so uh, as the movie progresses, uh, he becomes really good friends with the, the Sam Neill character. And they end up on the run due to a bunch of circumstances from <laughs> the police and the foster care lady. But the, the, the way this movie is written and all the dialogue is just so funny. It was absolutely murdering me. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, for me, I wasn't like laughing out loud, but I was just like laughing throughout the movie. You know? Yeah, it was it was killing me. I was um I was watching it in segments because I decided I'm gonna watch this during my lunch breaks. And so the movie is uh, I think a buck forty, and I was watching it in like half hour increments. And so it was like the funniest TV show I'd ever seen. I watched it over four lunch breaks, and I was just it was just dying because every one of them was getting me. And I was looking up some of my favorite quotes. I wanted to make sure I said it right. But uh, this one, wrote really, it down. yeah, this one, I, ha- I have to share this one so everybody understands how funny this movie is. So the, the fat kid's name is Ricky Baker, and he's being changed by the, um, the foster care lady. Her name is Paula. And so they get, she's chasing him, and he ends up on one side of a ravine, and she's on the other side, and she can't go, quite get to him. And so Ricky Baker says, I'm never going to stop running. And she's like, yeah, and I'm never going to stop chasing you. Oh, I'm relentless. I'm like the Terminator. And Ricky goes, I'm more like the Terminator than you. And Paula says, I said it first. You're more like Sarah Connor and in the movie too, but before she could do chin-ups. <laughs> And it was just so funny to me. It was, I was just, I was just dying because it was such a stupid line. And it was, it was, there's just so much like that. I loved it. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because like it happens out of content, right? Like you, yeah. you have this, this like super serious chase scene. And all of a sudden it's like, and it goes into that. You're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? And it's hilarious. Yeah. And Taika makes an appearance as a, a like a, a pasture or something. Yeah. And uh, he has those really funny lines where he compares like the heaven to like getting to drink a lot of Coke Zero and Fanta and stuff. And it was just really funny. He's talking about how there's the door, and then there's the other door where Jesus is behind that door. And everybody's like, what's behind the second door? Is it Jesus? It and then so the kid's like, vegetables <laughs> no not vegetables <laughs> he's like what's the opposite of coke zero vegetables <laughs> at, the, at the beginning where um he uh he meets uh the mom yeah he calls her auntie auntie and, yep auntie yeah, and, and, uncle. and then like she's like are you hungry <laughs> she's like, of course you are look at you <laughs> it's pretty funny they make all sorts of like fat kid jokes at him like the one that really got me is he's like he's molestering me (laughs) because they all think they accidentally think that the uncle is molesting him when he's not yeah and so he's like he doesn't want to turn himself in at the end so he's like he's molesting me i think uh because i watched this with my wife and she's a huge uh lord of the rings fan yeah and so there's one scene where they're chasing them they're like hiding behind this tree just like in lord of the rings and he like mouthed it to him like it's like lord of the rings and and then uh jurassic park guy's like what (laughs) and he does like the hand motion like 
it was such a serious scene and you thought that it was like something serious but then it yeah. was like we're on the rings yeah it's, it's so, so good. funny man so good so i think you know all everybody who's listening and has never seen this movie is like i don't know but i guess the key, the thing here is that taika really just has really a good sensibility of comedic timing his his jokes are funny he manages to blend in like real sincerity yeah and come out of nowhere with these like these lines that you would never see and that's how i think what makes him super successful so everybody out there who's got it hulu uh, go watch this movie. It's really, really funny. It was made in 2016. And um, so it's been out for a while. The fact that we've all kind of been sleeping on it, it's sad. Uh, it's also on Netflix too. Our buddy said oh, he watched it on, on Netflix? Netflix. Well, yeah. there you go. Then you, there's no reason why you guys aren't watching it. So yeah. The Hunt for the Wilder People, uh, Taika Watiti movie came out in 2016. It's a winner. So if you're bored, you've got an hour 40, you want to spend doing something that you're going to enjoy. I highly, highly recommend this movie. If you like Jojo Rabbit, so this is definitely more on the Jojo Rabbit side of humor than it is on the Thor, you know, side of humor, the Ragnarok side. Uh, that's a little bit more slapsticky and superhero-y. This one I think is way funnier than Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit's the more current one, and it's got a lot of accolades and things like that. But I really thought The Hunt was a great movie. The the scare life. I didn't choose the skirt life. The skirt life chose me. How, how do you say that? Skirk? And, like, and, and then he names his dog Tupac. <laughs> and at one point, he pulls out the gun. He's like, it's getting gangster in here. <laughs> just got real. Shit just got real. So good. I'm going to watch it again. I'm not even lying. I'm going to watch this movie almost immediately again. It's so funny. It's become one of my favorites. It's funny because... um. When he said this, uh, you know, I didn't choose the skirt life. The skirt yeah. life chose me. Yeah. Um, in Thor Ragnarok, it was that line. Skirt line was used too. Like skirt life. Oh. So all the wilder, wilder people, were like, oh shit, Easter egg, let's go. I love it. Yeah, yeah. and he used and Taika uses the same actors over and over again because the the foster lady was also in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So he he recycles his actors because he's a he's a real New Zealander. And so he's been really good about taking these New Zealand people and putting them in other films. In fact, I was reading about this movie that it's the highest grossing New Zealand movie ever because for whatever reason, the Lord of the Rings movies didn't count. There was something they didn't qualify for being an actual New Zealand movie. And so the hunt for the wilder people takes the, takes the award for that. Well, because uh, wilder people takes place in New Zealand. Yeah, you maybe know, that's yeah. Lord of the Rings. Only was Lord of the Rings was shot in New Zealand, but it wasn't New Zealand. That's true. Yes. That's true. Um, we want to hear another. Here's a real fun, hot uh, Ta- Taika Waititi take that nobody knows. You ready Ooh, for this? Fun fact: He wrote he wrote the original draft of Moana. No way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Taika's been on fire for a while. But they ended up adjusting it and changing it a little bit from his version. But yeah, he wrote the OG draft of the movie Moana. Damn, we want the Taika cut now. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Should we start that trend right now? The Taika <laughs> cut of Moana? Yeah. You're like, if we're going to give us Snyder's Justice League, we want Taika's Moana. Yeah. <laughs> you know it would have been way funnier. That's a good movie though. And so, But yeah, other things people should be watching from Taika is What We Do in the Shadows. I, I looked to see if we could find it. It's not streaming anywhere the movie version, but the television version, he made it into a TV show, is on Hulu, and it has the same kind of deadpan humor. 
So I, I recommend it. Um, I and then Shark versus Eagle was another one I really want to see, and I can't find that streaming anywhere either. Damn, you got to buy it? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going to wait. It'll come out eventually somewhere. So over on Amazon Prime, I only have one like uh, a hot piece of news. Uh, they are working on – hold on, wait. Is that right? Oh, you know what? I don't have anything for Amazon Prime. Fake I had news. so much. I had so much for HBO Max that had pushed it in, <laughs> some of it in the Amazon Prime column. So yeah, Amazon Prime, they got nothing going on this time. Uh, HBO Max though has a lot, a lot going on. In oh, fact, no. they have a lot of animated stuff going on too. Um, so we're gonna start with the animated stuff and then move down through it. Um, they are bringing up season two of Close Enough. Do you remember that one? That was the JC, JQ Quintel, JC Quintel, JG Quintel, you know, the guy that made the regular show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the one that has two episodes in one episode. Yeah, did you watch yeah. that show? It's yeah, good, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I like it. So, that. season two of Close Enough drops on the 25th of this month. So, we're, what is today? Today is the 18th. 18th. So, um, really, really close. Um, so I'm excited for that. I also have another quick review on HBO Max. I watched the movie The Little Things. Um, it's a one of those ones that, you know HBO is doing the whole feeder HBO Max at the same time stuff. So this is one of those movies. Oh, really? uh, it's called <laughs> yeah, it's called The Little Things. It stars Jared Leto and Denzel Washington along with Rami Malek, uh, Mr. Robot himself, and it's good but not great. So I I enjoyed it, but anybody who's ever seen the movie Seven. This isn't the exact same plot, but it is just dripping with the same vibes. So if you like the movie Seven, you'll like uh, the little things. It's just not quite as good. I would give it a six and a half. So it's it's a decent enough watch, especially if you're already paying for HBO Max. Right. If you saw in theaters, what would you rate it? If I saw it in theaters, you know what? It's probably stay the same, but I've been like, oh, man, I can't believe I spent, you know, 50 bucks to go see this in the theaters because it's a decent movie really well acted the pacing's pretty good but you know it's kind of like oh okay i saw that i'm good and you said 50 bucks because you got to include your wife the and popcorn, popcorn the soda drinks? that's as big as your head yeah you got to yeah. get the bladder buster drink yeah yeah for sure it's always 50 bucks um but here's uh one of the newer animation well they have a few different animated series coming out on hbo max the first one is, did you ever watch Clone High when it was on MTV? Clone High? No. Clone High. So Clone High was uh, really popular um, kind of underground afterwards, right? So it didn't do well enough to stay on for more than one or two seasons on MTV, but they're reviving it on HBO Max. So Clone High, the revival is officially happening with a two-season order on HBO Max. It was created by Bill Lawrence and Phil Lord. Um, back in 2002, Clone High was one of MTV's early forays into adult animation. The reboot was announced as a development as of last July, almost 20 years after the first one was canceled. Wow, that long, huh? Yeah, it took so if, it only took COVID to make it happen. Well, I feel like uh, <laughs> HBO is all in on the, the adult animation, which I'm totally down with. And because of that, it makes me super excited for this next idea that they've got they're producing because it's just so out of bounds off the wall that I'm like, let's go, let's go. So HBO Max is making Velma about the origins of the Scooby-Doo mainstay Velma Dinkley. Did you know her last name was Dinkley? (laughs) 
<laughs> that's like a hot trivia fact. They'll come up one day and you'll know it and you'll win. And people will be like, Dinkley. how the hell did you know that her last name was Dinkley? And I'm like, have you guys um, heard of audio nuts? <laughs> no. Uh, Velma Dinkley, an original and humorous spin that unmasks the complex and colorful past of one of America's most beloved mystery solvers. Um, you know what the best part about this is? Guess who's voicing Velma? Um, do I know her? Yeah, I mean, she's a well-known actress. Mila Kunis. Ooh, that's a good guess. Think a little bit more outside the box. Mm, give me a hint. Um, she starred in uh the office oh kimmy schmidt nope that was a good oh. guess too mindy kaling oh okay yeah no i can totally see it because she has a pretty velma type voice so yeah mindy kaling has been uh, brought on board to be the voice of velma herself so that's pretty exciting you think velma is like one of the most um like fanboy you know when they have a crush on anime characters right yeah she's one of like the top 10 top 10 or something yeah she's the the original sjw you know (laughs) i like them bottle coat glasses lady (laughs) because yeah people love them some velma there's a there's been a lot of versions of velma i've seen a lot of pretty nice cosplays of velma yeah. That's uh, impressive. So I'm excited to see what HBO does with this. It's going to be pretty cool. No, it's funny. As we're talking about HBO Max, an HBO ad just popped up from uh, HBO Max on my thing for my very next subject, Mortal Kombat. Oh, like it knew. It's somehow it knew. I heard dun, us talking dun, about dun. it. So I'm going to let you tell everybody about this one because I know you're a bigger fan of the Mortal Kombats than I am. So uh, tell me what you thought about the Mortal Kombat trailer that's coming out on HBO Max. Yeah, so I saw it like 10 minutes after they released it today, this morning. Nice. And as I was watching it, I was like, oh my God, dude. I mean, I have chills, baby. <laughs> you got chills. Dude. I got chills. Um, I loved it, man. It, I love the fact that it was radio R and they made it like radio R. Yeah, they made it legit mortally combat-y. Yeah. You know, they weren't afraid to pull any punches. No pun intended. Yeah. And they're like, you know, finish them. And these show like a lot of fatality, a lot of blood. Uh, Kano gets his like OG finishing heart dumping. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's like very um, fan tributed. Yeah. So um, on a scale of one to 10, how excited are you for this movie? Like a 10, dude. Oh, you're a solid 10? Yeah, man. Okay. I got chills, baby. Okay. You got chills. Okay. Let's let's take two steps back. You got chills. You're excited. You're clearly a a Mortal Kombat fanboy. Do you honestly think this is going to be a good movie? No. Okay. (laughs) I just want to check. (laughs) Because, like, you know, um, the the first movie, man, that's the OG, man. We love that when we were growing up. And uh, if you're watching now, it's cheesy as heck. But yeah. it's it's kind of like a um, what do you call it, like a classic now for us? Right, it's a cult cult classic at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, because so my it's good. Yeah, my age group we we grew up playing you know Street Fighter, Mortal right. Kombat, all right. the Mortal Kombat's up to where you know they went 3D. Yeah, and so um, we it's like a tribute to us. And I remember when I was a kid, my um, 
my mom would take us to the laundromat because we were like poor, you know. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. And um, they had arcades in the laundromat. It was yep. like, this is so perfect. You know, you're getting quarters, putting in the laundromat. Why not have arcade? And they had like Mortal Kombat 3 in there. And we were all just like playing it too. It's funny to me, like offline, we we were talking about this and I'm like, oh, I don't know, this movie's going to be trash. <laughs> and you got all defensive. You like immediately, oh, well, it's not your way. generation. You don't remember it. And I want to let you know, I went and searched to make sure I wasn't dreaming this. Mortal Kombat came out in 1992. So it was very much my generation. And so I grew up on Mortal Kombat too. It just, it never had much of a plot. I mean, it was, its whole premise is kick the crap out of each other and do it in the most glorious, gorific style possible. So that's what always failed with the movies is because they became just gore fest and cheesy and stupid. So maybe because the first one wasn't, you know, they tried to appeal to the PG-13 audience. Maybe this one will make up the difference of the really bad acting and stupid plot with like yeah. lots of guts and gore. Yeah, I feel like this one, the trailer, they showcase a lot of like Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Yeah. What do you think about those versions? Are you excited about that? Yeah, it look, they look dope. And they're, um, they're I feel like they're going to get like a quick origin story because they you can see them as their old like Japanese self. Yeah. And then later on as the ninja self. Right. And you yeah. get to see how Jax gets his metal arms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I, go, I didn't know that was, was that brand new? Like, is that how he got his metal arms the first time? Uh, it's a different take. Uh, the, the director said that usually it happens different ways, but then he wanted to, you know, incorporate incorporate yeah, it into this movie. And that's his version of it. And what's really crazy about his version is that he cast Steve Harvey to be Jax. I thought yeah, that you've seen those bold. photos? That was a yeah. bold move. <laughs> Steve Harvey got on that like uh, Marvel workout and got Jax. He got he got Jaxed. Yeah, genius. Good, good, good on you. So that's awesome. I can't wait for us to give a, a review of this movie because you're clearly very excited, and I'm I'm super interested to see how much you're fanboyish. And this allows this movie to be garbage because when I saw the trailer, I had a completely different take and it was, this movie's going to be trash, <laughs> but I'm still going to watch it because you know, I'm already paying for HBO max. So I'm, yeah. I'm totally down to watch it. And it's not like I dislike watching people kick the shit out of each other. So I'm okay with it. And that one scene where the guy like makes a knife out of the dude's blood and stabs yeah, him with it. That's pretty cool. It's, and then you see Goro, the f- <clears throat> forearm dude. Yeah. <laughs> So that's that's something. Yeah, I think the um, there's a new character too uh, that's played by Louis Tan. Yeah, I read the, that they decided to bring in a brand new character that wasn't in any of the the games, so he could be yeah. the protagonist that moves the story forward, and he gets yeah. kind of sucked into this weird like world of superhero fighting. Yeah, I think so. It's gonna revolve around him, and then he's gonna be Shao Kahn then. I'm just kidding. That's just me guessing. <laughs> I don't know, man. If you say so, I believe you. That's my theory. I, he becomes Shao Kahn, and and then Shao Kahn is the main bad guy in part two. Nice. Okay, there you go. So that's 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 all I had for HBO Max. But I do have a few other TV tidbits until we move, you know, before we move on to our trailers. Uh, the C C W is making up. The CW, the channel I don't ever watch, but I might watch this. They're they're making a live action Powerpuff Girl show. I thought I thought we like talked about this once. Like wait, we must have talked about it offline because I have it on my list, and I don't unless I left it over from the last time. Did I? Oh, I don't think so. Maybe. I think it was uh, offline. Maybe it's offline. Yeah, but yeah, I, I swear we talked about this. 
Well, what's my question then, Mike Moore? Here's my question for you. When they go live action Powerpuff Girls, is it going to be cutesy girls or is it going to are they going to go with hots? Hots. <laughs> I mean, if you look at like the CW shows, right? For example, um Riverdale. Yeah. Which is based on Archie, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, bunch Archie of hots. Comics. Yeah, well, I might watch a bunch of hots play the Powerpuff Girls then. That's okay with me as long as they <laughs> They do it right, I guess. Because I, th- I thought that the whole story behind it, it's, it's after after the superhero stuff, right? Yeah. So they're all grown up. They're like, you know what? Our dad used that sort of thing. And now we're just emo teenagers. <laughs> so it's teeny bopper Powerpuff. It's Powerpuff teens, rather, or maybe Powerpuff young ladies. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. My other TV tidbit, did you know that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is ending? It's coming to an end. Season 8 is going to be its last. So it'll be the last time we hear, hot damn. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. So. Yeah, I got, I got advertised. I'm like, what? So I need to like, I actually need to catch up on that show. Oh, I love it. It's been solid all the way through. So if you're not yeah. watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, jump on it. Andy Samberg's the boss. He, he's so good. Um, do you still have Apple TV? Yeah, I just never okay. use it. Okay. Did you watch season one of The Servant? Yeah. Did you know season two was on? It is? Yes. What so the- here, here's the deal, dude. We got to get back on this because remember how we love to review this creepy ass show? We need to yeah. get back on it. So uh, my wife got a new phone. And with her new phone came another free year of Apple TV. Yeah. So we we just let the other one expire because I'm not paying money for that garbage. Because we'd watch Ted Lasso was the last thing we watched. And we said, forget it. And then she goes, hey, I, I got another free year of Apple TV. I'm like, okay, let's log in and see what there is. So we logged in. I'm like, oh, shiz, season two of The Servant. <laughs> so we started watching, and I can tell you, it's just as weird and creepy as the first season. And they've kind of made, they've they've changed who you think the bad guys are now. Because you have yeah, a yeah. very, at the end of the first season, you're like, those are the bad guys. They're evil. And then as the season two progresses, you're like, hold on, maybe these people are the bad guys. Freaking M. Night, man. Freaking Shamamalan and all of us. How many uh, episodes are out? So we watched six episodes. I think seven are out, and I think it's a 10-episode season. Wait, we've been, <laughs> we've been behind that long? Yeah. But it's easy to catch up. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. They're only half-hour episodes. So uh, the wifey and I have been watching three a night. So it doesn't take any time to catch up. So we've been watching it for a couple nights. And uh, it's uh, still beautifully shot. The plot's a little weird. But uh, the, the whole damn show was real weird. If you're going to watch anything on Apple TV, you watch Ted Lasso and you watch The Servant. Everything else is hot garbage. I got I got advertised saying uh, telling me that um you could have apple tv on your other devices down too really like playstation or xbox or, or you know oh, stuff well, like we that. watch you know we watch apple tv on our roku so i guess oh, that yeah. Makes sense. yeah yeah because before i was i had to like plug in my phone to my tv to watch yeah. it's kind of annoying yeah it's nice that all the apps that i use now are on the roku it makes it my life a lot easier yeah i always thought that that show would be better just to watch the whole thing because it it makes you wait every week to see what happens. Like, this is so stupid. Yeah, but do you remember what we talked about that shocked us when we learned about the first season? They said it's going to be a seven-season arc. <laughs> so even if Same you make people? it through this two seasons, <laughs> even if you make it through this season, it's you still got five seasons left. Because he wanted oh like gosh. 50 episodes or some shit or 70 episodes. I, it was like incredibly long. 
it could have been one movie and they yeah i know well yeah drag it out the apple doesn't have anything else going on yeah my last tv tidbit before we get into the tasty trailers is did you ever play the video game twisted metal the car one yeah it was like uh yeah, it was like a destruction derby yeah. type video game, and it had all sorts of weird characters driving the cars. It was like Mortal Kombat. If Mortal Kombat was a destruction derby car game, yeah, is what it was. It was actually very popular on the PlayStation One, and I think they tried again on the PS Two, but it kind of just faded away after that. Well, they're making a Twisted Metal TV series um, that's starring Will Arnett, and you know Job. <laughs> Um, or Batman himself, a Batman, uh, Twisted Metal. But he's gonna play. He's actually playing the clown, and so I do oh. believe it's. It doesn't. You know, I really try to read more about it, and I think it's an animated series. So I mean, it should um, be right. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. But yeah, it's gonna be adult-oriented animated series based on the video game Twisted Metal. So I'm kind of kind of interested. I don't know if the word would be excited, but I'm interested in it. I think I was kind of scared when I was young because uh, I watched this one movie where the trucks were, were like possessed or something and they're chasing people on you seen that movie um is that movie overdrive maybe <laughs> yeah i remember a movie like that called overdrive is a stephen king film i think yeah and I, as a kid i was like man it's so scary maximum overdrive right <laughs> so, and there's the one scene because like the trucks are killing people but also like all the machines have come to life because the one yeah. lady gets absolutely killed by the soda machine shooting pop at her. <laughs> man i had a bad childhood yeah i don't know that's if that's your bad childhood everybody else who's listening is like god damn this guy <laughs> oh all right uh, before we go to the uh tasty trailers yeah yeah, yeah. i uh, watched the first episode of young rock oh you know what i watched it at lunch after you told me about it and i totally forgot to put it on my list so oh, let's yeah. let's talk about young rock you go first give us your opinions um i'm a big fan of the rock big fan of random park me too me so too. i'm very biased that's okay <laughs> so I, I enjoyed it it was very interesting how they uh they attempt to do this this uh, show why don't you tell everybody how it works it it feel i feel like it's a movie it's a show within the show right right and it takes place like in the future where The Rock is uh, doing his presidential campaign. Running for president yeah. in 2032? Dwayne Johnson, 2032. Yes. And so yeah. Randall Park, playing Randall Park, interviews The Rock in the show. And then once he tells about his uh, story, his childhood and stuff like that, they flash back into the acting portion of his uh, childhood. And it's kind of cool how they don't just like flash back to one era. It's like at least in the first episode alone, they cut back to him as a little kid, a middle schooler, and then like a college guy or yeah. a high schooler and a college guy. Yeah. So they, they give you different eras of the rock. So you see like four versions of the rock. You see the real rock then you see three different age groups of the rock, which I thought was kind of a clever way to do it. And to point out, I love that Randall Park at one point says that he is Randall Park and he gave up acting to become a newscaster. <laughs> he goes, I'm very excited. You just can't tell because I'm such a good actor. <laughs> it kind of took you off because you're like, wait, wait, oh, this is 30 years in the future. Right. Yeah. yeah. Neither one of them aged. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very interesting way of how to tell his story. So I'm uh, looking forward to watching more of it. Yeah, and I thought for network TV, it was pretty decent. It's not amazing. Uh, for me, I'd probably give it like mm, 
somewhere between a six and a seven as far as my rating goes because I enjoyed it enough to want to keep watching. It's better than average for especially for network TV. Yeah, and um, he has a lot of interesting stories about Under the Giant. So. Yeah, and I liked how they were like talking about real wrestlers, the Iron Sheik, Andre the Giant. And I thought the actors they got were pretty good too. Even though that guy didn't look like Andre the Giant, they did an amazing job of making him look huge like Andre yeah. the Giant. I thought that was pretty cool. And the other thing is like as soon as I saw the story, I'm like, oh, okay. Now I've seen the episode. There's no way this is actually what happened to The Rock. So I did some researching and it turns out it was actually pretty accurate. Really? So the whole plot of the, the, the latter part of that episode was him buying a car and ending up with a, a homeless guy in the backseat. That really happened. Wow. In real life. Yeah. What was his name again? Waffle. <laughs> Waffle. So <laughs> R.I.P. Waffle. But the, the funny thing is they changed the actual story because the real story is a little darker. So the real story, The Rock says he was 15 year old. He was 15 years old in New Orleans and he was bar hopping because he was such a big, mature looking guy. Nobody yeah. questioned it. He went out and he bought a car off of a crackhead. And in the show, it's just a homeless guy. It's not a crackhead yeah. and he's working at a pizza parlor. So he buys this car off a crackhead for 35 bucks. <laughs> And so as he's driving, the other crackhead pops up. Apparently that's completely real. But the crackhead, what's good in real life, did not die like the poor homeless guy in the in the show. Oh wow. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Because I when I saw them, I'm like, no way this happened. This is <laughs> it's completely fictional. So it was only like, I don't know, 20% fabricated. The rest of it was real. Yeah, to make it safe for TV. Yeah, it's network TV. That's the key. He should have pushed for the show to end up on one of these streaming networks because he probably could have made it way better. HBO, man, you've been, you're on ballers. Sure. Yeah, he's already got, yeah, he's worked with HBO. So um, let's take a quick break. And on the flip side of the break, we'll do our tasty trailers and our news jacuzzi. We'll see you guys on the flip side. Need affordable graphic design? Visualantidesign.com should be your first stop. High quality work at low, low prices. Perfect for every need from corporate to personal. Visit visualandydesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Tasty Trailers segment. The Tasty Trailers. Yum, 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 yum. Um... You know what? I think I forgot to send you the trailers, so, so you may not have seen all these. I got so worked up, I forgot about it. Oh yeah, because your your um your video is not 4K anymore. I know. So hopefully you've seen some of these. If you haven't, we'll go through them fairly quickly, and you can watch them later. Okay. Um, the first one I have is a Hulu original movie um, called Boss Level. And I think we may have talked about Boss Level a long time ago when they first introduced the concept of it. But it stars our new favorite actor, Frank Grillo, because I believe he was in a Tasty trailer last episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the one and only Mel Gibson and Naomi Watts. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you about this. So I was like, wow, I like the concept or the, the title. It sounds like it's a video game movie, Boss Level. But what it is, it's our favorite genre. The repeating day movie. No. <laughs> so it's like the most like I I'm like, I was really shocked that they're making another goddamn repeating day movie. I heard about another repeating day movie. Maybe we'll mention on another episode too on Netflix. That's a comedy. But so this repeating day movie, Frank Grillo is a tough guy that pisses off the bad guy who is Mel Gibson. 
and they he sends his thugs in at the beginning to kill Frankie, and they kill him the first time, but then he wakes up like they always do, and they kind of show you through the trailer as how he gets super used to everything happening, and he's like just dodging the bullets and doing all these things until he works his way up to the boss level to finally face off with Mel Gibson. It's kind of funny. Watts, <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of it looks kind of decent for a, a Hulu movie. But Naomi Watts, I think, is the the lady interest. You know, she's the love interest in this. And uh, it comes out on March 5th. So we'll see. I don't know. It's pretty soon. My second trailer is for a movie called Happily. Happily stars Joel McHale, uh, Carrie Bichet, uh, Stephen Root, uh, Natalie, Natalie Mor- Morales, Paul Shear, and uh, Natalie Zia. And Happily comes out on VOD on the 19th. Let's see. Oh, I have not seen this. Yeah, Happily is kind of a... Shoot, man, I didn't write down the synopsis. I had this since last week. (laughs) Someone just stuck with me. (laughs) Let me see. It says, a dark romantic comedy. Tom and Janet have been happily married for years but a visit from the mysterious stranger leads to a dead body. A lot of questions and a tense couple's trip and friends who may not actually be friends at all. Yeah. They're like on like, it <laughs> looks kind is. of, <clears throat> I just remember like the only thing I even remember from the trailer being really funny is they're in like this house. They're stuck in this house or they've, there's something about this house and this guy, there's like an electric fence. He tries to jump over and it like shocks him into a car. And I thought that was pretty funny. Otherwise, it looks like, yeah, it's a really dark, humorous take on, like, death and relationships. <laughs> Is it like a thriller, too? Uh, it's like a comedy action sort of thriller. You know what it reminded me of a little bit? And so maybe you'd be more interested. It kind of reminded me tonally of Game Night. No way. So, Game yeah, Night so- was hilarious. <laughs> you know, they're telling jokes, but there's a death, and they're trying to get around the thing. So yeah. it's, it's sort of like that. So it's like a poor man's game. Night. I'm not saying it's nearly as good as you think game night is, but um, that's the idea. Uh, and then, of course, my last trailer is the other big one other than Mortal Kombat that came out was the new Cruella trailer came out starring Emma Stone. Um, it says here, Emma Stone was born to be bad in this first ever trailer for Cruella, which releases on May 28th, which is actually pretty soon. Oh, I'm yeah. curious if uh, this is going to be a theater movie or if Disney's going to send it to Disney Plus. It almost looks like their version. It's like if Disney said, let's make a Joker movie and make it about Cruella. Yeah. After watching, I'm like, this is like Disney's version of uh, Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's exactly right. It's like they're, they're doing kind of like a cool, dark version of this character we've all kind of known for a while. And they try to make her, uh, make us get to know her more, her origin story. Yeah. She doesn't have powers, right? I don't think so. Like, I can see why that you one might scene? think. Yeah, the scene where her she her dress, like, burns up. So I'm hoping that they, like, explain how that happens. Cause and I her hair like, changed, too, I think. Yeah, I think maybe it's all heat-related somehow. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> as far as I know, Cruella does not have powers. It would be real weird if all of a sudden she was like some sort of super villain. Because yeah. as far as I know, she was just like a, a dog napping, coat wearing weirdo. And um, Emma Stone has an accent there, right? Yeah, her voice sounds amazing. Um, 
I'm deeply in love with Emma Stone, so I'm I'm totally down for Cruella. In fact, I'm I'm kind of buying the look. It's working for me. So Cruella, Cruella Deville, let's go. It's kind of like how Margot, you need to be Carly, <laughs> and you're like Emma, just just stay <laughs> Cruella. Yeah, you just stay Cruella. So I'm waiting for those cosplays. That's gonna be pretty good. But yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. I'll watch it. Uh, I don't know if I'd go to the theater and watch it, but if it becomes one that you can get eventually on Disney Plus fairly soon afterwards, I'm down. As long as I don't have to pay 30 bucks. So you won't pay 30 for it? No, no way. I'm not going to pay. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to pay $30 for anything on Disney Plus unless it's got the word Star Wars or Marvel in it. <laughs> That's the only That's way. Like if they came enough. right now and said 30 bucks for a Black Widow, I'd probably do it just because I, I'm we've been waiting for this movie forever i'm not even into that movie that much but still less than the 50 bucks i'd pay to go to the theater yeah 30 bucks i still wouldn't buy you wouldn't buy black widow no that's fair would you buy mortal kombat if it was 30 bucks no draws the line i like it good good it's funny because our our buddy he he's gonna get hbo max for uh march Okay. Right to watch mm-hmm. Snyder Cut and uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Okay, yeah. And then now that uh, Mortal Kombat is coming out in April, he said he's going to extend his thing until April. <laughs> so they See, got it for two months. Realize it just they just yeah they just made him into a subscriber. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as that one's over, a new one will come out. Be like, oh man, I kind of want to see that one too. Yeah. And next thing you know, you, you've been having HBO Max for a couple of years. So you should. That's just grab when it was cheap, like me. Yeah, yeah. I just bought in when it was cheap. Yeah. Grandfathered in. Let's go. So, what can you do? Um, on the superhero tip, we're going to dip our toes in the news jacuzzi. So the first story on the superhero tip is Tom Holland. You know, Mr. Tom Holland, Spider-Man himself, came out and said Spider-Man 3 will not feature Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. We've talked a lot about that recently and the hopes that this was going to be part of the multiverse and people kept claiming that they had shots of them. And do you think this is real or do you think they've just told him to say that because he always releases, um, you know, information he's not supposed to. Yeah. He's all, he's a spoiler King, man. Yeah. So do you think that they fed him fake news or they've asked him to feed us fake news or do you think he's being legit and we don't get, we don't get all the spider man's the spider man's. I want to believe that he's giving us fake news. I hope so. Because that was such a cool idea, especially now that we've seen they're not afraid to do multiverse stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere where he said, hey, yeah, we're not doing this. Maybe he's waiting for like Spider-Man 4 or something like that. Yeah, yeah maybe he said they're not going to be in that movie because they're all going to be in Doctor Strange. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So the next piece of news has to do with the video game too. One I know for a fact Damn. you really enjoy. Whoa. Um, they have cast Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey as Joel and Ellie in the HBO's The Last of Us TV series. Are, do you like that casting? Are you excited about it? Because I, I honestly know nothing about this video game. Uh, honestly, if it was me, I'd rather cast uh, Jamie Lannister, whatever his name is, right. as Joel. He looks just like Joel. Yeah. And then well, I think right now Hollywood has the hots for Pedro. He's really he, hot right now, yeah. yeah. That's why he got the part. 
He'll, I mean, he's a good actor. He'll probably do yeah. a good job with it. And you're still getting two Game of Thrones cast members. You know, yeah. that's all you were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> and that girl, if anybody doesn't remember, uh, Bella Ramsey was, what was her name in Game of Thrones? But she was the little badass, like, like North Queen Lady, Lady, whatever her name was. And she's yeah. like, I stand with the North, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she was awesome. She's a great little actress. It's good. I like her casting because uh, Ellie in the show in the in the game, she's yeah. a total BA too. So nice. They need to get a BA to, to get her. Does the characters have accents, or are they gonna have to have American accents? Uh, American accents. Okay, so I'd be interested to see how well she pulls off an American accent, unless they change it. I mean, they always could. Yeah, because like at the very beginning, the like the outbreak happens, right? Yeah. And you see everybody dying, and then it, it flashes forward to like. Uh, 20 years later or something like that it's a zombie thing yeah okay to where uh joel is older is joel her father no it joel is her uh transporter because she is she's special because she doesn't get zombified or something you just have to watch man I'll ruin it. <laughs> well i don't know you i know you know the information because you're yeah. really into that game i remember yeah, i know the story but i could ruin it for you if you want but no, no it's okay yeah. I was just trying to I was just trying to suss it out because I don't know. Yeah, so basically it's like uh Logan. Okay. I want you to bring this girl from point A to point B, and we're gonna fight zombies on the way. Cool. No, I'm down. I'm down yeah. for it. I think we have a while before it comes out, but I'm I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah. My next story says scientists teach pigs how to play video games. And guess what? The pigs are pretty good at it. Wow. Says Hamlet, Omelet, Ebony, and Ivory. Amazing names for these pigs, by the way. Oh, <laughs> aren't rescuing Princess Peach just yet, but they did show a remarkable ability to play and operate video games. Uh, Yorkshire pigs, um, Hamlet, Omelet, blah, blah, blah. The quartet was focused on a study that tested where, whether they could learn to play a video game. Spoil alert, they could, and they were good at it. Uh, Purdue Annual. <clears throat> Purdue animal behavior specialist Candace Crony and chimpanzee cognition expert Sarah Boysen co-authored the study of pigs um, on Thursday. The study chronicles the experiment to investigate the cognitive processes such as memory, attention, and conceptualization, conceptualization of farm animals. So they basically had these pigs um, operate uh, a joystick with their mouth. And they would fight on it and they would go through mazes and do, you know, and do really basic tasks and things like that with, um, with the screen that was in front of them. And then if they did it properly, they would be rewarded with food. That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be planning to plant have the pork. What's amazing about it is, um, Pigs, they've always talked about how smart they are. And it's always yeah. made me feel like you hear like two two animals that always make me feel bad because they're so goddamn delicious. Pigs and octopus. And I don't know why they have to taste so good. They're and so then, smart. Yeah. And maybe their smarts make them taste delicious. You know, I never used to be a ba big bacon guy. But ever since I got into keto, I've my taste buds have kind of adapted. And I really like me some bacon now. And I feel a little bit bad every time I'm enjoying a piece of a piece of delicious bacon, especially now that I know I could be just gaming with one of these guys. Wait a minute. You say you don't really like seafood. Oh, I like I like well, I like calamari and I like oh. I like anything fried. <laughs> so it's it's in the same neighborhood. <laughs> I still want to try those like um you go to Japan and try one of those 
a live one. There was like still moving. They're still moving on the plate. Like, oh, eat it up. Well, that sounds gross, but you want to hear something else? My next news story might gross you out even more. Um, do you like steak? Do you love a good, juicy steak? Hell yeah. Yeah, right? Would you like a 3D printed steak? Wait, how does that work? I know. How does that work? An Israeli startup is 3D printing cultured ribeye steaks. The market for meat alternatives is booming, but so far most products are only able to replicate the formless ground meat, such as burgers, sausages, and nuggets. <clears throat> the world's first 3D printed steak may be set to change that. So this company has figured out how to use, they're using vegetables. So the steak is not steak at all, but it's made from uh, vegetable proteins and things like that. And the same stuff that they smash into nuggets and burgers, like the impossible burger, they're able to use the same idea as when you 3D print a piece of plastic or metal that they have, and they print these steaks. And so they already got them out there. They're building them. They got a $23 million influx of capital. So I'm going to look up this. We should look up these guys for our, our, our stock watch and see because oh, yeah. they're starting to place these in restaurants so you can order stuff and it prints the steak and they say that it cuts the texture everything is just like a real steak like it's really hard to tell the difference well, even the juice how does that work yeah, yeah. Uh, got me man a little spray yeah. it looks Wait, pretty amazing so what is this company called maybe we should invest so the in company them. yes we <laughs> should invest in it the company is called well let's do a little researcher um, I'm looking. How come it's not obvious? Okay, here we go. A leaf farms. So advances in 3D printing may be set to change. Last week, Israel Israeli startup Alif Farms unveiled the first lab-grown ribeye steak using a proprietary bioprinting process, which they say will eventually allow them to recreate any cut of meat. The technology developed in tandem with Israeli's Tekion University is similar to what's being used in medical research to print organoids. Organoids. I think we talked about organoids at one point for drug testing, which one day could let us regrow entire organs from human cells. Using this device, they're similar to inkjet printers. The company lays down layers of support cells, fat cells, blood cells, muscle cells that are placed in an incubator to grow the finished steak. That's crazy. Craziest thing I've ever heard. Well, how do you spell this company's name? It is spelled A-L-E-P-H, Farms. A-L-E-P-H? A-L-E-P-H, Farms. Man, I feel like... Uh... You need to invest in this and let it grow. And once like it grows, we're like, oh shit, we're millionaires. Yeah, this could be our Tesla. Is it on the thing? We're able to find out if it's even on. The oh, thing. let me open up my app. Yeah, you look on your app. I'm gonna start talking about our next story because I gotta wrap up because my battery. I, I, I had to use a different computer because Kid Danger's computer had a password and he's at football practice. <laughs> and so I couldn't get into it. So I had to hook up my laptop and he's got so many things plugged and I wasn't sure what I could unplug. So I'm running off battery power and I'm so low on my battery power. Oh, 2%. So I got a, I got 2% worth of hot oh news, but better. luckily Too I've only quick. got one story left. Okay. Uh, Lionsgate has announced that Jack Black will be joining the crowded cast of Eli Roth's Borderlands, another video game thing. Video games are hot right now. I know. Um, as a robot claptrap, he joins Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, and Jamie Lee Curtis in the adaption of the best-selling video game. 
Have you ever played Borderlands? I've never even played yeah. it. No, that's star-studded cast, though. Yeah, right? Isn't that a huge cast? So, I've never played Borderlands so that, myself. Yeah, I, I'm excited for this one. I like I like everybody involved, you know? So um, I don't know that I have too much to tell everybody, but maybe do some research on whether or not this is going to be a good movie or not. I have to play the video game. I guess it's an open-world shooter or something. I've never even... I've never even played it. I all I know from Borderlands is that one photo you always see of like the weird like um, guy with the mask on yeah. doing yeah like looking to shoot himself. Cool. Yeah. Oh that's yeah, cool. yeah. That's it. Okay. Did you find out why you were why we were talking about Borderlands whether or not that was on? Can we invest in it? How much is it per share? Oh, I couldn't find it. Oh dang! Because Maybe uh, really... I think Beyond Me shot up once a partner of like. Burger King, whatever, or Cars yeah. Jr. Yeah. So it could be like the next Beyond Me. Yes. All right. So we're going to leave everybody with those hot stock tips. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add in before my 2% goes down to zero? Uh, if you want free stocks on Robinhood, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Link, link me down take, low. I take guess. advantage. Um, absolutely. You get a stock. I get a stock. Everyone gets a stock. Everyone gets a stock. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Nice. Okay. With that, we shall bid you all adieu, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Show me what you got. So meta. So meta. <laughs> <laughs>